1: you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
0: It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: This is the Wikipedia page for The Great Molasses Flood, Part 2 of 2. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN.
0: And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe.
1: Yes, indeed, everybody. Subscribe, because otherwise our audience won't be deemed as sticky. Get it? Molasses, everybody. Let's keep going. You know, in the first episode of this series, we read about the Great Molasses Flood, which was a flood of molasses that made a 25-foot-high wave through a city and killed 21 people and injured many many more and now we're going to learn more about who the people were that actually passed away because we want to honor them we because do because of the fact that they were killed by molasses Mm-hmm. okay so we're going to read the fatalities and we're going to read their name age and occupation here we go patrick breen 44 laborer north End paving yard william brogan 61 teamster bridget cloverty 65, homemaker.
0: Stephen Cloherty, 34, unemployed.
1: John Callahan, 43, paver, North End Paving Yard.
0: Maria D'Stasio, 10, child.
1: I don't know, if should you put ocupa- occupation as child? I feel like
0: in 1919, not all children were going to school.
1: Well, no, no, but I mean, just like, is that an occupation? William Duffy, 58, laborer, North End Paving Yard.
0: Peter Francis, 64, Blacksmith, North End Paving Yard.
1: Flaminio Gellerani, 37, Driver.
0: Pascal Iantosa, 10, Child.
1: James J. Keneally, 48, Laborer, North End Paving Yard.
0: Eric Laird, 17, Teamster.
1: Wow, (laughs) the Teamster at 17. Yeah. It was a different time.
0: Like I said, not everybody was going to school.
1: George Leahy, thirty-eight, firefighter, engine thirty-one. James Lennon, sixty-four, Teamster motorman. Ralph Martin, twenty-one, driver.
0: James McMullen, forty-six, foreman, Bay State Express.
1: Caesar Nicolo, thirty-two, expressman. I don't know what that is.
0: Me neither. Thomas Noonan, forty-three, longshoreman.
1: Peter Shaughnessy, eighteen, Teamster.
0: John M. Sieberlich. 69 blacksmith north end paving yard
1: michael simmet 78 messenger yeah he was 78 still working as a messenger man
0: yeah it sounds like a tough job especially in <laughs> boston where it's so cold
1: <laughs> and during the, the 1919s wow
0: yeah so those are the fatalities 1919 was not that long ago so if anybody listening to this is related or knew any of these people or their children so sorry for your loss. Yeah. Yeah. Although I guess I wouldn't have directly known these people, so but but their descendants, their family.
1: Have you got it out of your system? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Causes. Several factors might have contributed to the disaster. The first factor is that the tank may have leaked from the very first day that it was filled in 1915. The tank was also constructed poorly and tested insufficiently, and carbon dioxide production might have raised the internal pressure due to fermentation in the tank. Warmer weather the previous day would have assisted in building this pressure as the air temperature rose from 2 to 41 degrees Fahrenheit, negative 17 to 5 degrees Celsius over that period. The failure occurred from a manhole cover near the base of the tank and a fatigue crack there possibly grew to the point of criticality. Wiki listeners, go and listen to our episode on manhole cover.
1: (laughs) The tank had been filled to capacity only eight times since it was built a few years previously, putting the walls under an intermittent cyclical load. Several authors say that the Purity Distilling Company was trying to outrace prohibition as the 18th Amendment was ratified the next day. January 16, 1919 and took effect one year later. An inquiry after the disaster revealed that Arthur Gell, USIA's treasurer, neglected basic safety tests while overseeing construction of the tank, such as filling it with water insufficient to check for leaks and ignored warning signs such as groaning noises each time the tank was filled. He had no architectural or engineering experience. When filled with molasses, the tank leaked so badly that it was painted brown to hide the leakage. Local residents collected leak molasses for their homes. (laughs) A 2014 investigation applied modern engineering analysis and found that the steel was half as thick as it should have been for a tank of its size, even with the lower standards they had at the time. Another issue was the steel lacked manganese and was made more brittle as a result. By the way, manganese is a chemical element. It has a symbol MN and atomic number 25. It is a hard, brittle silvery metal, often found in minerals in combination with iron.
0: That's true, and we also need it as part of our diets.
1: The tank's rivets were also apparently flawed, and cracks first formed at the rivet holes. In
0: 2016, a team of scientists and students at Harvard University conducted extensive studies of the disaster, gathering data from many sources, including 1919 newspaper articles, old maps, and weather reports. The student researchers also studied the behavior of cold corn syrup flooding a scale model of the affected neighborhood. The researchers concluded that the reports of the high speed of the flood were credible.
1: Two days before the disaster, warmer molasses had been added to the tank, reducing the viscosity of the fluid. When the tank collapsed, the fluid cooled quickly as it spread until it reached Boston's winter evening temperatures and the viscosity increased dramatically. The Harvard study concluded that the molasses cooled and thickened quickly as it rushed through the streets, hampering efforts to free victims before they suffocated. Man.
0: Yeah, it's awful. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you go Winnie the Pooh, your local molasses tank.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems,
0: but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too, Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: Thank you for listening to that message. Now let's see how things are there today.
0: Area Today United States Industrial Alcohol did not rebuild the tank. The property formerly occupied by the Molasses Tank and the North End Paving Company became a yard for the Boston Elevated Railway, predecessor to the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority. It is now the site of a city-owned recreational complex, officially named Langone Park, featuring a little league baseball field, a playground, and bocce courts. Immediately to the east is the larger, Puopolo Park with additional recreational facilities. Do you think at modern day molasses plants, like as part of the training, they have to learn about this disaster? I
1: have no idea. A small plaque at the entrance to Puapolo Park placed by Bostonian Society commemorates the disaster. This plaque, titled Boston Molasses Flood, reads, quote, On January 15th, 1919, A molasses tank at 529 Commercial Street exploded under pressure, killing 21 people. A 40-foot wave of molasses buckled the elevated railroad tracks, crushed buildings, and inundated the neighborhood. Structural defects in the tank combined with unseasonably warm temperatures contributed to the disaster.
0: Was that a 1980s Brooklyn accent?
1: I don't know what it was.
0: The accident has since become a staple of local culture, not only for the damage the flood brought, but also for the sweet smell that filled the North End for decades after the disaster. According to journalist Edwards Park, quote, The smell of molasses remained for decades a distinctive, unmistakable atmosphere of Boston. I should ask my Boston-born cousins if they smelled it.
1: Did they live in that area, in the North End?
0: I'm honestly not sure. I guess it would have been wherever Jewish neighborhoods would have been like the segregated neighborhoods i'm not sure where that was
1: what are they segregated in boston currently
0: not currently but my cousin who is alive today what like he experienced jewish segregation oh is he very old he's not old he's a boomer i mean he's older but he's not like 90 he's like i don't know 70 okay
1: On January 15th, 2019, for the 100th anniversary of the event, a ceremony was held in remembrance. Ground-penetrating radar was used to identify the exact location of the tank from 1919. The concrete slab base for the tank remains in place approximately 20 inches 51 centimeters below the surface of the baseball diamond at Langone Park. Attendees of the ceremony stood in a circle marking the edge of the tank. The 21 names of those who died in, or as a result of, the flood were read aloud. Just like we did.
0: Yeah. Cultural influences. Many laws and regulations governing construction were changed as a direct result of the disaster, including requirements for oversight by a licensed architect and civil engineer.
1: One of the D.U.K.W. amphibious tourist vehicles operated by Boston Duck Tours is named Molly Molasses.
0: The Great Molasses Flood was also the theme of the 2019 MIT Mystery Hunt.
1: A song called The Great Molasses Disaster appears on the album The Dukes of Owlsred by the rock band The Darkest of the Hillside Thickets.
0: The song, Molasses, appeared on the 1985 album, We the People, by the main bass group, Schooner Fair.
1: A book called, I Survived the Great Molasses Flood, 1919, was written by the author, Lauren Tarshish, as part of the I Survived, children's historical fiction book series.
0: The song, Sweet Bod, from the album, Spirit Phone, 2016, by Lemon Demon, was described on the album's commentary ch- track, to have originally combined the legend of the mellified man with the true events of the molasses flood. But the lyrics were rewritten so as not to be insensitive to the victims of the disaster.
1: The song All Hands from the album Palimpsest 2020 by Protest the Hero references the flood from the perspective of one of the victims.
0: Comedy Central's Drunk History included a retelling of the story. Did you ever work on Drunk History?
1: No, but I knew a lot of those people involved with it, but I never worked on that.
0: Hmm. It looks like Honolulu also had a molasses spill.
1: Was it a flood?
0: I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, so I'm just like like loosely glancing through the article. It was not on land. It was in water, but it was a dangerous situation.
1: Now, there are a list of non-water floods. <laughs> One of which that stands out is the Wisconsin Butter Flood. <laughs> I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like we, we need to like... <laughs> We need to uh, (laughs) review this article and pick some episodes from it. Like the Pepsi fruit juice flood of April 2017.
1: Oh, my goodness. There you go. All those sound great.
0: In the notes, it says the flood has more recently been known as the Boston Molassacre.
1: Nice. This has been the Wikipedia page for The Great Molasses Flood, part two of two.
0: Thanks for listening to WikiListen. You can find us at wikiListen.com and on all social media and on TikTok at WikiListen, except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your many floods.
1: If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it.